How's it going? Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Black and White Podcast. Oh, that's right. We are the Black and White Podcast. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. The Bills won. They destroyed the Dolphins. We're playing at 1 o'clock on Saturday to kick the playoffs off. I hope we win. We'll see. Hopefully. We'll win. We're the best team in the league right now. I'm going to be confident for once instead of a, a scared little Bills fan. I'm going to be a cocky-ass Bills fan. That's I know you're... Our son had to talk you into the fact that, like, see, I already knew that you guys would win, Dad. I knew it. And I then you're just we like, play yeah. our starters at all, and we would get I was like, ass whooped. Yeah, it's kind of sad if, like, when you're so your doubtful and you're defeated, the fact that, like, your your nine year old have to be like, oh, yeah, like you're gonna win. It's all right. Yeah, he was a little more confident than I was going into that game, but we just toyed with them, man. We beat their ass. That made me feel really good. Put me in a good mood. Great. Yeah, I know, right? Right. So, how has your week been so far? We live together, so you know that it's been fine. Well, everyone else doesn't know how your week's been, girl. <laughs> um, good. It's just, uh, it's weird because of the holidays. We were, like, literally, like, working and then not working. Right, right. So, like, every other day that, like, on top of our days off. So, every other day I felt like we were working. Yeah, it's like there's no, like, sense of uh, regularity right now. It's kind of, everything is just kind of jumbled together. You work, you don't work, you work, you don't work. Like, yeah. I never thought I'd say this, but I like the consistency of work sometimes. And I know once I get into it, I'm like, fuck this. Well, then it's because, like, when you have that that day off, you are just like, oh, like, do we have to work? And, like, you see, like, the mail volume because it's not all the way back to normal. So then right. you're just like, why are we working right now? Why are now? we even here? Can we just go home? Yeah. I just keep doing this every other day thing. Yeah. Remember I told you, wouldn't it be awesome if we had jobs where you literally worked, like, every other day? <laughs> that or, like, if we actually had a Saturday off. Like, how do normal people feel in life? Oh, like, I you know, Saturday, Sundays off? Mm-hmm. I, know, I had it for, what, three weeks, I think? Yeah. And then I quit my job that I was doing and went back to not having it. Well, explain so, what happened, I guess, since you brought it up. Well, I just was in a... Uh, uh, I took a position at the post office I didn't like, so I went back to my other position. And you thought that you would love it because you're just like, oh my gosh, I like, guess. Saturday, yeah, and then you were just yeah. like talking it up, and then once, I, I, I once push it. came to shove, you were just like, um, you know what? I could probably <laughs> give this up. Like, it's I not. I enjoyed that. the days off though. It was yeah. nice, but yeah, it was definitely the job I didn't enjoy. Right. And it was just a, a cluster, you know, what of a job. So right. It's good to be back to where I belong, I guess. <laughs> be busting my ass every day. What? Slaving away and walking <laughs> yeah, for six right? hours a day? Why not? I gotta lose that weight. I put on all that weight. Yeah. Crazy. <coughs> Let me, uh, I got, I got to kick this off with a rant. This is what I have to do today. I have had the worst last five days. And it's all because of bullshit. So some asshole decides, so, okay, so for Christmas, we got my son a PlayStation. But... I fucked up and ordered okay, so a broken one. Before you, before you rant and say that you're tired of bullshit, mind you, I'm the one that has to clean up this mess. Okay, well, well was expected to clean up this mess. So please, please okay, proceed. So to your rant, Kimberly does all the Christmas shopping. She's a and? fantastic woman. She's amazing. She takes care of everything because I'm just I'm not that guy. Never have been. Never will be. Thank God I have you. I praise you every day for it. But let me tell you what this dumbass does. Dumbass isn't you <laughs> this or isn't you? Me? Yes. She's not really a dumbass. But so Kimberly says, Josh, I got one job for you. Buy the PlayStation for your son. I'm like, ah, don't put that on me. Well, here, no, here's but, the thing. No, here's the thing. Before you say that, though, like I have a system to where like I'll I can buy the kids literally virtually anything for nothing. 
I refuse to pay full price for anything. So like if the kids want like LOL dolls and like one ball is literally like $12.99, I can get that for a dollar. Right. So I make sure that they get anything that they want, but I refuse to pay full price. But now that they're getting older, the older two, that is seven and nine, they want electronics. You can't get the Nintendo Switch for, you know what I mean, like half off unless... Well, you can, but, like, you have to do it throughout the year because, like, there's some sort of, like, price um, discrepancy sometimes where you can literally get it for, like, literally, like, $17 because, like, they price it wrong, but you have to catch up, like, watch out for it. Mm. So I wasn't expecting to get a PlayStation. So I'm like, you know what? Because it was, like, in December. It was, right. like, like, days away from Christmas. So I'm like, you know what? Like, Josh, this is so stressful. I know that we're going to have to pay basically full price for this. So, like, I literally can't handle that. So you got to do this. Right. And what happened? You fucked up! (laughs) So even when I used to be a manager, I had this issue of not reading a full email. I'm not good at reading the whole thing. Like, I'll read the first line or two, and I'm like, oh, I got it. I get it. I get it. So... I go online, I go on eBay, which I've never been on eBay. I'm not an eBay guy. I've never been. So I read it. PlayStation 4, lately used, good condition. I don't know if it's like a good condition, but lately it was whatever, so I buy it. So two weeks later, Kimberly's like, you know, you fucking idiot, that PlayStation you no, bought no, no. Here's what happened. has an air code on it. You bought a broken PlayStation. No, okay, so this is what happened. So Josh was like, because this was around the time, because we, we ordered it so late. So it was like December 15th, and right. we were just like, oh, crap, like... Everybody knows that, like, this year was a bad year to order anything. Because if you order any time within the month of December, you're not getting your Christmas gift. So we kept on, like, looking to see if the seller sent out the um, the gift and trying to see, like, the tracking code and where it was. So it was stuck in Alabama for a while. So I'm just like, okay, let me open up, like, to see more of, like, what this is. So I, being responsible, <laughs> opened up the tracking and looked, opened up like the, the eBay information to see what the seller even was selling to us. And it said basically like cannot use error code. So we bought an error, error, error code <laughs> PS4. Oh, you said we. Yes, because it was my money too, <laughs> out of our bank account. So we bought a non-working PS4. Mind you, a PS4 is how old? I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. For a while. For 190 bucks. Ouch. That's rough. So, yeah. So, that fucking sucked. And not only that. So, then after that, Josh goes, well, it's your fault because you told (laughs) me to buy it. it. You told me that I needed to get it. Yes. You should have known better. Don't put that on me. You know I'm going to fuck it up. Did you learn learn a $190 lesson? Because I know I did. But that's not even my rant. Like, that's not my memory. I fucked up. I owned it. I owned it. My mistake. My bad. I should have read it all. And there's no returns. You have no eBay. idea how mad I was. And yeah, I you were. You were. But you're over it now. So, so, so then, to punish me, this beautiful wife of mine makes me give my PlayStation to my son. Because I said... Because okay, we couldn't find one. So we were trying to find one three days before Christmas at any store, and we could not find one anywhere. Yes. And then also, too, I'm the type of person that, like, we have four kids. And I want everything to be fair and even. So if every kid besides Landon gets eight to nine gifts and he's over there opening only three, mind you, he got big, expensive gifts. But if he's only opening three of, you know what I mean, a whole bunch of gifts that he has been lacking and one that you messed up, I'm just like, that's messed up. Like, he can't just not open a gift. I wanted to wrap up a picture or give him a picture instead it's coming no. in the mail. No. But anyways, so Kimberly makes me give him my PlayStation, which I'm like, hell no, and he ended up knowing. But... 
Okay, but he didn't even. <laughs> he did the bare minimum to even clean it to make it I look like it's a brand it. new PS4. I cleaned it. I even so I went through the oh trouble of deleting my um, my account off of it, so he wouldn't think it was mine. So when I deleted my account, some stupid ass hacker decided to go into my account <laughs> and then purchase twenty seven twenty dollar purchases on PlayStation Plus from California. So my credit card blocked it because my credit card's actually smart. And they're like, hey, he doesn't live in California, he lives in Ohio. What's all these purchases? So they looked they flagged that suspicious and denied the, the payment. Well in doing so PlayStation Network decides to permanently suspend my account. And not even letting you know. Right, not even telling me. <laughs> not even an email to tell me. So I didn't have a PlayStation for like a week or two. So I didn't right. even try going into my account. Right. So the new PlayStation, which I ended up getting a new PlayStation out of all this, so really did I lose. But I got a new PlayStation. I go to set it up and to, to log into my account so I can download all my games because I buy my games online instead of the fucking... Which I will never not buy the discs anymore. From this point forward, I will always buy the discs so that I have them so I won't get screwed. Because I literally have, like, say 15 games at 50 bucks a pop. We'll just say 10. At 50, that's $1,500 worth of games on my PlayStation along with my PlayStation online account, which is 60 bucks. And I can't get into my account. So we go. So I go online to try to like talk to them. Like, listen, why are you not letting me in? And these motherfuckers don't answer the phone. They don't text you back. They don't do shit. Can I, can I then also interject into how you don't read anything? So Josh <laughs> goes, all I'm getting is bots. I'm so annoyed. I can't get through a, a real person. And I'm like, just, just give me the phone. Within two seconds, I get a real person, you, and I get, you I get not only way. do I get a real person, but I get a person to actually work with me and tell me exactly step to step what the, what to do. And guess what? That was on two days before New Year's. It's Sunday, <coughs> the third uh, of July, January. I still don't have an account. I still don't have a reply from them about fixing it. <laughs> so guess who's ass still can't play fucking PlayStation? You know, unless I'm dozing to fucking murder some people on Call of Duty, and I can't even fucking do that right now. I miss Zach talking in my ear. I miss my friend talking to me. I'm going to put headphones on and just call him. He talks to me. I miss it. But it's just so annoying. It's like, okay, if PlayStation had any brains, they'd be like, oh, look, the payment got denied because it's coming from California and this account is registered to Ohio. Mm -hmm. You think like, it shouldn't be this hard to get your account back. See, you that, that's what's making me, in that's what's making me feel as though you are missing a step. Like, no, I called. Uh -huh. I, okay, I called last week before New Year's when I knew they'd be open. Mm -hmm. We're experiencing a high volume of calls right now, so we're not taking any. Click. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. I don't give a shit. And yeah. I called like four or five different times. Yeah. And they're still experiencing high volume of calls. So right. I call Saturday. Oh, we're not open on Saturdays. Fuck you, PlayStation. Why aren't you open on Saturdays? Your tech support. Mm -hmm. You should be open fucking seven days a week. Right. Maybe close Christmas and that's it. Right. It's just annoying. Like, you have all my money that I've invested in there. And you think they're going to cop me any extra days on my online account because I haven't been able to use it? No. Well, Even though their, their fucking software is getting hacked by hackers. So you're the fucking problem. I pay you $60 a year to use your online account. You should make it a little more protective. Right. Like, how is that my fault? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I feel like you're actually very mad about this. I, yeah, I haven't been able to play my PlayStation. I have a brand new PlayStation I can't fucking play. Yeah. It's annoying. <laughs> I put all this fucking money. It's stupid. It's bullshit is what it is. Yeah. And you can't get a hold of anybody. It's like, it's like the worst time for it to happen because it goes through New Year's, through the weekend, and now what? 
So your ass better be on the phone tomorrow morning since you off. Excuse yeah, me? Yeah, you heard me. Your ass better be on the phone because obviously I can't read anything right. You and can't. You're telling those motherfuckers that. that we need this shit fucking. You tell them your husband's going through withdrawal and he can't even talk Well, to you only want me to talk to them because you know that I'll get something out of it. You will. As far as like them giving I got work. me something. I'll be at them, work. Them giving me something in, what, restitution or whatever the fuck it's called? Sure. Yes. Yeah. So. I'm the only, I'm always the one that like you were like, okay. You're the cleanup. Yeah, Honestly, I am. like, I love you to death, but you are a lot meaner than I am. Like, when shit's not right. When you should be. Because I don't... I'm too soft. I, like, literally cannot... Like, okay, I feel like I'm very empathetic. I can empathize with people. Like, if... I can see where people are coming from. But if you unjustly fuck me over, and you know that you're doing it, and not only... Especially when it comes with money. Especially. So, if you do that, I will be on your ass. And I'm not going to stop. That's what I love about you, baby. So. I'm the yin to your yang. <laughs> I'm the wuss to your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, that's one of my things. So like, that's why you love. I'm like, okay, we got fucked over. Call, call, call. Because call. Call. I'll just be like, okay, I understand and what like, happened. And then if somebody told me, I'd be like, okay, and? What's your point? But you know, sometimes it doesn't get you anywhere, though. I know. I just feel like. I'm not, like, one of those unreasonable people that just, like, come out the gate yelling at people. Like, I'll see, like, the bullshit line that you're going to, like, give to me. I'll respond in, like, a positive manner. And then also, to explain that it's effed up and that it's not right. Right. And what are you going to do for me? Because I'm sitting here listening to your excuses when you know that it's just a line of excuses and you know it's wrong. So what's next? What are you going to do for me? Right. You know, and that... That's one thing I think I've definitely learned over the last year, like this last time of management. I've always been a type when I manage, like, not, I mean, I'm always like, oh, we're all best friends, like a buddy buddy, but like I've always been really nice to people, mm-hmm. thinking that like if you treat people right, they're gonna do right by you. But there's plenty of people out there that just take advantage of it. Um, and I've learned that like you can be nice, but you have to be <laughs> firm and you have to set some kind of expectations. And you do have to get people in trouble sometimes because if they're doing something wrong, like you can't just always be, you can't just always be Mr. Oh, all right. Well, I know you tried like, all right, maybe you'll do better next time. Like, no, eventually it's gotta be a point where like, dude, you suck. This is unacceptable and you need to do better. Yeah. But like, but the the biggest issue I have with that is where we work and like no one gets fired. <laughs> Everyone's protected by union. Yeah. So it's like impossible to fire anybody anyway. So it gets to a point where like I don't if, think it's, it's if you the get point. someone in trouble. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes if you get people in trouble then they do work harder because they're scared. Mm-hmm. But most people know like I ain't never gonna get fucking fired. <laughs> right, right. I think that it's more as like um you have to set expectations as if like they were your children. Because at the end of the day they are your children. Right. Like if you just sit there and just coddle your kid all the time, just like, you know, like I understand that you like drawing on the wall, but you shouldn't do that. Please don't do it again. And that then the kid does it over and over and over. It's the sign of lack of respect and also no direction. Like right. if you just sit there and you just don't put expectations to your actions and like make sure that you know what I mean like make sure that you you're stern you're serious and if they do it again then something's gonna happen if they don't know that and they don't expect that out of you then why not do whatever they want right I guess because I've been I've gone in and out of management plenty of times like six seven eight times Mm -hmm. and every other place I've been like being the nice guy to everybody usually worked like 99% of the time like and it was never really an issue because a lot of people respected that because being in the the carrier craft, 
before, like that's the kind of people I respond to. Mm-hmm. Someone who treats you right, gives you off when you need off, you know, takes care of you. Mm-hmm. If you have an issue, like they take care of it right away. And mostly, and then like I work harder for that person. And most people do because you want to be treated that way. And you know, you got to make that person look good for them to be able to stick around. Because if you're doing shitty and they're looking bad, they're probably going to go to another office or get sent away or something. So I've always responded to those kind of people. But the last office I was at, some people did, but some just, just took advantage of it. And just made the worst excuses in the world why they couldn't get their job done. It just, it was just crazy. I'm glad I'm not there anymore. Yeah, yeah. And now they have a COVID outbreak. <laughs> so I'm even more glad I'm not there anymore. Yeah, I just feel like, I don't know. Like, I, did, I guess I just realized that, like, now that I'm getting older, like, every so often, like, I realize more and more that, like, you don't, um, you can't expect you and people. Meaning that, like, you can give everything that, like, positively like you want to be treated a certain way and you've never been rude to somebody and they'll still treat you as if you did something wrong just because they're in a bad mood or just because they want to so i don't know i guess what i'm saying is that like people really just do whatever they want they do and it doesn't even reflect off of you because you could be doing everything right and you could be nice you could be this you could be that but it's a them problem so yeah yeah. But I think, yeah, I think people do need, though, they do need some kind of, like, spanking every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> not, like, real, obviously not. If I go to work spanking. and you're sitting there oh, spanking, spanking, spanking somebody, <laughs> it's going to be an issue. That's sexual harassment. Right, and I think right. that that's something that you a might A verbal lashing? Is that better? A verbal lashing? I don't know if I like that. That sounds word. really dirty, right? Yeah. Oh, Josh gave me a verbal lashing at work today. <laughs> that does sound kind of weird. That sounds crazy. Oh, my gosh. So, do you have anything you would like to rant about today? Do you have anything inside you that, that you want to get out? I don't think so. Yeah, you're not mad because I haven't been playing video games? No. I'm fucking dying, dude. You don't know how much I'm dying. I don't. I guess maybe the Apart, only thing... Maybe that's why I've been in a bad mood lately. I don't fucking video games. Oh, and then, on top of that, my fucking bank card said oh, I go to Burger King like two days later to buy food and it keeps on getting declined and we just got our stimulus money in our account and we have our own money in our account plenty of money in our account and it keeps on getting declined i'm like what the fuck so i go home i literally thought okay so josh calls me and he goes um hey this happened after the whole ps4 thing and he keeps right. on like texting um his ex to make sure that like um because the the playstation P- account, the ps4 account is still connected to the because it's so her old. email yeah, yeah so her email so he keeps on texting her asking like hey did i get my stuff because this is literally how psycho he's been about like this whole PS4 <laughs> thing because he's literally dying without it. So he's checking every day. He's just asking, and then he's just waiting, and he's annoyed, and he's like, "Why is why is this happening to me?" So that so then he goes to Burger King and he goes, "Okay." He's like, "What do you, what do you want from Burger King?" I want I want BK. So I, I told him what I want. So then he gets and he orders the food, and then he I get a call back, and then you're just like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what the, the fuck? The bank card's not working or whatever." Right. And I'm like, are you sure? Did you try your, did you try your, what, your credit card? Well, yeah, oh, credit card that I don't have. No, my credit card got turned off because someone hacked it. Oh, so yeah. So the only form of money I have right. is my fucking so bank card. So up, I have no money. I brought up past trauma because I asked if he tried yeah. the bank card and he, or the credit card. And he's like, it's, it's turned off. I don't have a fucking credit card right now. <laughs> so I have no credit card. No, my bank card is not working, right? So then I'm so pissed off. So then I go and I'm like, Kimberly, give me your credit card number through the phone and I'll have him type it in manually. <laughs> So I go drive back around, go inside the building. I'm like, hey, listen, my car got declined back there. Embarrassing as fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, can, uh, if my wife gives me the number on the phone, can you just type it in? Oh, we can't really do that. 
That's what he said to me. I don't know if you heard him. I'm like, I thought I thought I'm I heard like, him. Okay. I'm like, like you can't physically do it, or well, we're not supposed to do that. He's like, well, I'll make an exception. I'm like, good for you, buddy. Congratulations, Mr. Fucking Minimum Wage. Joshua, make an exception for me. Joshua. I was pissed. Whatever. Don't so that. then, so then he's trying to do it. He's like, oh, I can't. Oh, I guess we can't type in numbers. Oh, we used to be able to, but we can't anymore. I'm like, ah, oh, cool. Thanks for nothing. I didn't say that, but that's something I'm too nice. Because you're, so, you're really annoyed. Yeah. Pushover. I'm just so annoyed. So I got all the way home. And I get home, and I'm thinking, like, I'm going to come and I'm like, all right, I'll go get it for you. No. She doesn't go get it at all. Doesn't even bring it up. An hour later, I'm well, like. Well, you come in. An hour later, no, I'm you, you, like, hang I came on, home. Pause, I don't think I was going to cry. No, you, so literally, you literally came in, and, I, like, your face looked red as if you were, like, already crying. I knew you weren't crying, but, like, no, your face just looked. pissed. You were very mad. And yes. I even asked you, like, three times. I'm like, are you okay? And like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. Okay. I'm fucking fine. Okay. <laughs> Nothing's going right right now. I'm fine. <laughs> So then an hour later, she's like, oh, do you want me to go get it? I'm like, oh, that'd be great. No, <laughs> so, I don't even think that. No, I said, I said, so you can go to BK now or what? He <laughs> <laughs> literally made me sit here an hour. I'm fucking hungry. I was hungry an hour and a half ago when I tried to get my food. So then thankfully you went and got it. But anyway, so the next day I called the bank. I'm like, dude, my bank card's getting declined. Why? Mm-hmm. And she's like, looks it up. And she's like, no, oh, it looks fine on my end. I'm like, you sure? Because she goes, did you put the wrong pin number in? I said, no, I tried to use that Burger King. And she's like, no, it looks fine to me. So then later that day, I go to Speedway and it works. Like, oh, great. It but worked. to continue with this saga, I go and try to go to the bank to take money out after, to pay. To after pay. I used it at Speedway. Yes. So after, it works at Speedway. Yeah. And mind you, this is a couple of days ago. Yesterday, right? Yesterday. It was Saturday, yes. Mind yesterday. you. So I go in town because um, the bank's closed. Um, I go to the ATM, type in the PIN numbers, and it's not working. So I'm like, okay. So then I go all the way to Clyde to try it because our daycare lady lives in Clyde. And then it didn't work. And I'm like, this is weird. So then I looked at the bank card, and the bank card expired 2020 of December. 1-2020. No, expired one twenty one, right? No. It's like December 20? December 20. Yeah, okay. December 2020. I still haven't looked at it because I'm so So bad. then I was just like... Okay, I understand as to why I can't take money out, but how did it work for you to go to speed by that same <laughs> right, fucking right. day? Yeah. I was just like so thrown off. I, I just, I was just so annoyed, and not like I got to daycare and like we had to use PayPal to pay her, and then like I always forget to do like this weird thing so we don't have to pay fees. So then she had to pay the fees, and it was only four dollars, and I just gave her the twenty. I said just, just take the twenty. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just there's your rant. Right? I know. I was just like, <laughs> I don't know what this PayPal bullshit is. I don't even know what's happening. Just, just take the money. <laughs> So here's my thing. Because it was just like me running all over the place to even get money. I'm just like, this is too much for me right now. Okay, two things. One, if your bank card expires, don't they fucking send you a new one in the mail? Like, why do you have to ask for it? You know it expires. You issued it to me. Why don't I not have this new one waiting to be used? Right. Is one. And two, why don't you have a bank card, Kimberly? I don't know. You don't know why you don't have a bank card, Kimberly? You don't want to tell people why you don't have a bank card? I don't remember. This girl loses her bank card all the time. <laughs> all the time. Like, multiple we always, times. We always had to cancel it. Yes. So she canceled it, and she still has yet to go in to because get Because I don't one. have time to lose it again. I just don't want to deal with it. So I you have, just don't want a bank card? No, I don't. You haven't lost your credit card. You're doing pretty good on that. And also, too, I think that we realize that we're not going to use our bank card we anymore don't. We get because we're going to use our credit card. card. And Lots I have yet to lose my credit cards. So. Right. So maybe you should get bank cards. So when this situation happens, we still can get money out. I think you're just mad that you have to deal with some bullshit and you want to be res- me to be responsible for it. I don't want you to be responsible. I think the bank is at fault for not giving me a new bank card. Why? Why? 
I, I don't know if anybody else has this issue where they don't send you a new card. I feel like I feel like I've had a card. Well, most of my cards never expire because I use them so much they wear out. So I have to order a new one before oh, really? it expires. I've never had one actually expire. That's what I was gonna say because when you were like, oh, don't, don't they usually issue you a new bank card? I'm just like, I really don't know. I, I don't know why they wouldn't. It doesn't make any sense if you know something's gonna expire. Why you wouldn't issue a new one? Makes no sense. Maybe no so sense. then they don't have two separate things circulating, but still one's gonna expire eventually. But yeah, I, I just I don't know. Dumb. Fucking dumb. Yeah. Speaking of expiring, since I'm so great at transitions. You're not good at transitions. Go transitions. Transitions. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just wanted to bring up a quick thing real quick. Maybe sure. to get everybody's minds thinking as they're listening to this. Do you think that people, people's personalities or like who they are, like make them think or make them plan certain events in their life based on their personality. So let me explain. New Year's just happened, right? I know three people who've been married on New Year's in my lifetime. And is that not, like, does that not say you're selfish? Like, New Year's is like a time for everyone to go out and party and have a good time and do what they want to do. But if you get married on New Year's, you're now forcing all those people to do what you want to do mm-hmm. for that year. Mm-hmm. Like my first, I, eventually, eventually we want to get into to mental health and stuff. I know that's what I want to talk about a lot today. But like, I I believe at one point in my life I was a narcissistic person. And you, you believe that you were, or were oh, you? And I'm not I accusing am. you of anything. I'm, no, just, I, I'm just asking. I am, but do you I, think that you still still currently are? Well, I'm medicated now, so I think it, it takes that away a little bit. But okay. my first wedding, I got married on Halloween because I wanted to make Halloween about me. Hang on. So when you got married on Halloween or when you were planning that marriage, did you have that thought in mind that you want like every holiday on Halloween? I don't think so, but I think it's like a subconscious thing. Like it's like, Like okay, that's a big party day. Everyone's like, I mean, I liked Halloween. Don't get me wrong. And like, it was like, it was cool because the, the wedding was dress up and then the reception was all costumes. Okay. So it was cool as well. Excuse me. But like, I just wonder if there's like a correlation, like. People who get married or, or have like big events on big holidays that aren't related to the holiday, like are they just selfish, narcissistic kind of people? Or is there other reasons for it? That's just a random thought I had the other day. What's the definition of a narcissist? I don't know the exact definition. Someone who makes everything about them. Okay. I mean, that's basically what just, a narcissist so is. They, they, they manipulate they people and do things to make things about them and to make themselves... And they're never wrong. And right. If, you know I'm what never, mean? I'm always half right. They always have an, an excuse for everything and it's always the other person's fault as to why they did something. Right. Okay. Right. So that's just thought. Do you, what do you think of that? you think that, that people's personalities tend to uh, decide when events are done or whatever? I or feel like everybody it's... probably suffers from some sort of mental disability. Like... I read a stat before we started this because I knew what this topic was going to be about. But one in four people have some sort of mental um, health issue. And that could be as far as like split personality disorder or or like anxiety like I have. Like something from something that's just like probably common ADHD to something severe. Right. But I think people could be like so excited about something that they don't even realize what they're doing. That was my first initial thought when you you brought up that as far as like a holiday. But then mm. I thought about it longer, and I'm just like, okay, maybe that that wouldn't mean like you're right because I don't think that I would ever plan anything 
thinking that, okay, they're going to have to skip their tradition or they're going to, you know what I mean? Like, I think I would just think in depth of like, what do people normally do on holiday? Right, like, or, you think like, oh, on Halloween, on Christmas, on, on, yeah, on New Year. Like, people have real traditions to do, to do on New Year's. Mm. Maybe not so much Halloween, but like, people have kids, so they pass out candy and, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Right. Or go trick-or-treating. Well, yeah, so. if you have a wedding, your kids can't go trick-or-treating that day if they're at the wedding. Like, you're taking those kids away from trick-or-treating. Right. So. But like, I didn't think of that when I had the party. But, like, I wonder if it's just, like, a narcissist doesn't think of that stuff and just kind of does what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And then, damn, whatever happens. You know, they don't even think... They're so far into themselves, they don't even think of other people to even think of that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. Maybe. Yeah. So, do you feel like that's an error in your ways? Like, now you're looking back at it, do you think that's an error or a miscalculation? Or do you just... Like, what do you think about that? Because you brought it up, so... Right, right. I mean, I... Maybe, you know me, I like to judge other people anyway. But <laughs> maybe, like, but I did. I put myself in that situation. And I thought, after I said it to you, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got married on Halloween once. Yeah, so, so then I was like, just kind of like. But I just know, I know how I was <laughs> and how I still am to a certain extent, like, being narcissistic. And I know that. Um, so, I, so, yeah, that's probably half the reason why I did it uh, without even knowing I was doing it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because your big day is about you anyways. Yeah. Like, your wedding day and stuff. But to then do it on a day when you do interfere with everybody. Sorry, family. That was kind of shitty, I guess, right? No, but no, it's just a random thought I had. I don't know. I don't know if other people agree. Just think about your friends and people you know that got married and stuff and think about or had So wait, things. so you're just saying think, think, think about you people out there, think about people you know and be like, oh, and then you know, start that makes and then sense. start that person is really selfish. And then start judging the fuck out of them. Right. Just like I knew, Judge. I knew Sally was fucked up. That fucking Sally. Never trust Sally, dude. <laughs> you're ridiculous. But uh yeah, so with that, that kind of goes into... See, that was a good segue, because now we're going to my main topic of mental Stop health. Stop bringing up segues, we understand. Oh, I like segues. I know. I got to announce when I make a segue. I know, you don't So have when to... it's good, people are like, ooh, that was a good segue. <laughs> you don't have to do it every time. Why can't I say it? Seg- I like the name. Go. I like the way it sounds. Go. But I want to talk about mental health. I think you want to talk about it a little bit, too. So, like, I guess, uh, on my end, I'm probably more the one with the mental health issues, and you're more the one who has to deal with the person with the mental health issues. Do you believe that? I don't think you really have any mental health issues. I know you suffer from anxiety. Like, you get really anxious super easily, but, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like it could affect our lives as much as, as my mental illnesses could. Okay. Mental illness could. <coughs> okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess why I'm asking that is, like, I get anxious about a lot of stuff. Like... I remember when we first had Penelope and like yes, every night, I w- literally, I swear to God, yeah. I would literally hide in the bedroom because like any time, because we, we still get the kids every other day, um, the older kids. Yeah. So we would get them every other day. So when they were over and mind you, Penelope was like a newborn, like I would hide upstairs because I literally thought the kids would like accidentally kill Penelope. Right. I don't know how, but, like, but some of that's, my... I feel like some of that's like a, a an okay fear. Like that's... Uh, but, like, it was even to the point, too, that, like, when I went downstairs, like, I would hand off Penelope to you, and... You would go in the other room, because you didn't want to be around it. I didn't want to be around I it. That. I remember, like, I remember one time, specifically, like, giving you Penelope, and, like, I remember, like, going upstairs and crying, because, like, I didn't have her in my arms to protect her anymore. Right. Like, just that kind of anxiety is just kind of crazy. It's just, like, But But, why? Like, but it's so short-lived, though. Like, it doesn't define who I you are. I think it was, like, a good you know, six months. It's probably mixed with... 
Yeah, but now it's gone. Like, mine doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. Like, and yours is probably mixed with postpartum on top of that. Oh, yeah. So it's Def- like, And that's honestly a real thing. So, like, right. honestly, anybody that has postpartum, like, you might not even know it. I think, to be honest, I think that, like, you kind of have to know that you have it. And, like, and I'm only saying that because you do feel different. You do feel off. You do mm-hmm. feel moody. You do, you feel sad. Like, you'll, 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 you know. Like, you can't right. just say, like, oh, like, I just, I but, don't know. But, see, some people don't, though. Like, my ex, she did not know that she had it with my son. Yeah. And, like, a whole year went by before she finally realized it. But, like, but like she would literally, as soon as I come with work, just give me him and, and like, disappear. Because she wanted nothing to do with him. Right. So and I literally I, raised my son for the first year of his but life. But I'm not, I'm not saying that she, um, like, when you have postpartum, I guess, I guess I am maybe overstepping. But, like, I feel like you do know, but it's whether or not you're ready to face on. Like, did you know in the moment, though? Or did you know afterwards looking back? Because I feel like you didn't know in the moment. I think I knew. I was just really sad all the time. I think I knew. Yeah. But I wasn't ready to handle that. Like, I just knew that, like, the feelings and the anxiety and, like, the just, the feelings felt so real. Right. That, like, it's just, like, you don't think about, like, overcoming it or you don't think about, like, what's the next step to, like, leave that scenario, like, to do better. You're just so distraught or you're so sad or or sometimes, like, you're so happy because you don't have, like, I don't know, like, when you have bipolar, like, you're on top of the world and you're, like, so manic. You don't think about, like, how, like, you're acting until, like, you're coming down or, like, you see people's reaction and you're just like, oh, am I doing too much? Right, Right. You know? Yeah. So... Yeah, I know, like, before, and even now, like, you heard me today on the way home, like, I was definitely manic on my way home from volleyball tonight, because the bill, like, a lot of good things happen. See, that's what, too, like, it's hard to tell, like, are you just excited? Like, because now when I get really excited and really happy about something, I feel like I'm manic. But, like, am I, or am I just really happy and excited? You know, like, like it's hard, and I take medication every day for it, and I well, explain what you have. Well, I'm bipolar. Okay. Right. And but not, like, extremely bad bipolar, like, somewhere in the middle of the road. Like, I don't take a ton of medication on that. Yeah. You know. So like, I guess that there's certain bipolars that people are primarily always down right. or I, always I, manic. I swing. And I usually, from my personal experience, <laughs> looking back at my whole life, and and I'm not saying being bipolar, like, what's it, what's it called? Like, like, basically explains away all the bad shit I've done in my life to people. Oh, excuses? Excuse, yes. It doesn't excuse or dismiss yeah. shit I did. I still made those choices that I did. I yeah. still fucked up a lot. I did a lot of bad things. Yeah. But it didn't help. <laughs> you know, like, it didn't, it was definitely, I think it definitely contributed to a lot of the stuff I did. Because, like, looking back now, I would just see, like, when I'd be, like, super high on a manic, manic high that would last, like, a month or two on end. And you just, you feel like, like, like. I guess I, I kind of compare it to me and what I think a drug addict would feel like. Because mm-hmm. you're just on such a high. Like, you feel so Invincible. unstoppable. And you could just do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Rules don't apply to you. You mm-hmm. know, you could just do anything you want to do, whatever you want to do it. And no yeah. one's going to stop you. And then, then you always, at, at the end, end up hitting a low. And then you feel like you're not good enough. You feel like... Like, there were times I would literally drive my car on a freeway and wonder what would happen if I smashed myself into a wall. Really? Yeah, so You've like never I, told me that. I know. But I would literally be like... Oh, I wonder what I'd be like if I just crashed into this rail right here. Like, I really would think about it sometimes. And I think it was always, looking back now, it was always when I was coming down. Not that I would ever do it. Like, I never got close enough to ever killing myself. But there were definitely times where I'd be like, you know, I just really, like, I'd be, oh, how crazy would it be? Like, what would people think? Would people miss me? Would they, You know, like, stuff like that you get when you're, and I never, I know you know a lot of my manic stories, and I never really talk about my down stories because it's just who wants to talk about that, you know? I don't think I've ever but, heard any of your down stories, to yeah, be honest with you. Yeah, who talks about those times? Yeah, you know? that's kind of weird. Now that you say that, I don't think I've ever heard yeah. one, well, besides, one besides trying that. to smash my car into a fucking railing to see if I'd die or not. Wow. But yeah, there was just, I mean, there's there times I thought about just disappearing, just going away and never talking to anybody again. Like, there was times I didn't like know that. that. 
Yeah, just like just disappear off the map, start over by somewhere, never talking to any of my family or anybody ever again. Wow. Yeah, yeah there's dude. There's how long? Dark how many years ago? Like, when was the last it time was, that you think that you've thought about that? Oh, that would probably be when I was going through my divorce. This okay. is the last time, but that's just. But I didn't want to leave my kids. That's a little different. A lot of it was before I had kids because kids, for me at least, kind of held me together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but I know, like, there were times, that, like, even in high school, which I know high school kids go through a lot, but, like, I wasn't the best looking dude. I had acne like crazy. I didn't shower. I was just kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I always, like, these girls, and no girl ever liked me. And I remember just, like, it was so pathetic, like, looking back now. But I would, like, literally be on the phone singing songs to them crying because they didn't like me. You would sing yeah, songs was, crying? Like, oh, it was so sad. Like, it was so depressing. But, like, and, like, and it's like, why don't you like me? Like, it was so pathetic looking back now. But that's just, why are you laughing at me? <laughs> now you're, and crying? crying? Tears. Yes. I was just, just like, why don't you like me? Like, it was so sad. It was just. Oh, my God. I'm sure they remember. <laughs> I don't know if they, I'm friends with them on Facebook. I don't know if they listen to our podcast. But, like, I would literally just cry and be like, why don't you like me? And then they'd always end up liking one of my friends. It was so annoying. Like, it was just like, why? Like, that's. Why are you laughing at me? It's not funny. You're like literally crying That's laughing. That's crazy. Yeah, that was very emotional. I think I am still an emotional guy, but it was definitely different back then. There was a lot of ups and downs, and then, yeah, I don't know. It just, the downtimes you don't generally talk about, you know, and the uptimes are, the uptimes are the fun stories, you know, like, oh, I did this, this, and that. It was crazy, you know. And mm-hmm. I think it's weird, too, because, <clears throat> not to cut you off, but, like, even with my anxiety, because I know that I still have it, like, um now I feel like it's even kind of transitioned into something like a little different like sometimes when I'm like it almost feels like an overstimulation but like when I'm so up on my anxiety like how do you say that up on my anxiety but like so high I guess I would say I wouldn't even say it because I wouldn't say it as far as anxiety attack because I've gotten that before and that's when you literally feel like no oxygen you can't breathe like you're about to die but like it feels like kind of like overstimulation to where like my life feels fake like, I feel like I'm in a video game and just everything feels fake to me. Nothing feels real. And I don't even know, is like that... you feel like you're on the outside looking in? Yes. And, it, like, yeah. it really scares me because then it just makes me feel like, what is life? What is this? Like, I could literally be in like any sort you, of... Are you separating reality from whatever? Yeah. Like, it's just weird because, like, it literally feels like a slip of reality. And it literally happens maybe, like, mm, maybe once a day, but it would be something totally random. But it'd just be like when I'm totally overstimulated. And yeah. it would be like even like when I'm delivering mail, walking down the street, and it just like feels really weird. Yeah. And then I start feeling like obviously panicked, nervous, but then like I, I can just like talk and breathe myself and just talk to myself and breathe and all that other stuff. And I just get back to it. And it used to really freak me out, but now like it'll last a while. But I just know that like, okay, this is life. And if. I die, I die. Like, it just, it gets to that extreme to where, like, okay, well, I mean, I feel fake, so, I mean, (laughs) and I'm still living and I'm still breathing, so I guess I'm going to just continue feeling like this, and then it goes away, but that sounds kind of crazy, but that's literally, I don't know, it's just weird. Yeah. Like, when I was talking about narcissism earlier, like, when I, like, I feel like my narcissism comes when I'm a manic. I don't think, like, I don't think I'm generally a narcissistic person, at least I don't think I am. But I do a lot of times, like, whenever you, whenever I just say something wrong, I try to prove how I'm half right. So, I mean, maybe that's part, but it could just be my personality. <clears throat> but, like, like when I'm, when I'm on a manic, like, I could do stuff that's just so, it just doesn't make any sense. And it just didn't, it was so wrong and just so, like, <laughs> how could you even do that? And then I'd be able to justify it all in my head. So, mm-hmm. to me, it was like, oh, I'm not really doing anything wrong. I'm not, no, this, this, this A, B, and C are not wrong because I did A, B, and C, and then I did D, so D makes it right. Like, just. Well, does it, 
so every time that you justify everything, would you justify it as far as like how you felt? Like I felt wrong, then this is why I did it. So this is why I'm right. Yeah, or, or either that, or just be like, like, oh well, that's just life. Sometimes you know, it just kind of happens. Like mm-hmm. it's okay, you know, or or this person probably is doing this here, so who cares? Like, yeah, just be able to justify a lot of things in your head, and even if it makes no fucking sense at all, you in your head would just be like. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. You know, and you just continue doing what you're doing, and then when you when you get go down from your manic to your depressive state, then you'd be like, "Man, I can't believe I did it. I'm a piece of shit. I don't even deserve to live." Like you just feel like a complete don't deserve to live. Well, everyone thinks. I think everyone in their life feels that at one point, but maybe not. But not that. Yeah, you just you get way down, and you're just like, like, oh my god, I did all that, and then you. Like, people say you feel guilty. And I think it's partially feeling guilty, but part of it's just feeling like, like, why do I keep doing this stuff? Like, because before, I didn't, I didn't get tested, or I don't even know what they call it, tested. I don't know what because you don't test for it. I didn't go to, like, an actual, like, doctor, doctor for it. Diagnosed. Until, until like, yeah, diagnosed, like, five years ago. So, when I was with you. So that, because I just, you get to a point in your life where you're just like, I'm so sick of making the same mistakes. I'm so sick of doing the same shit over and over again. Like, something needs to change. And that's how I felt this time. Like, I needed uh, two failed marriages, you know? And I'm just like, like, something's got to change because I can't keep on living my life this way. I'm not getting any younger. And mm-hmm. I think part of it is that I was ready to grow up, too. I think I was very immature emotionally as a person. Yeah. I didn't understand a lot about myself. So it was like, I know I needed to change and turn things around, and I knew that I was ready. And you have to be ready for it, too. Like, when I was going to my therapist for a while... She said I was the easiest patient she ever had because I just said everything. Like, I didn't hold anything back. Oh, I said okay. everything. Okay. I told I, I didn't. Because the, the biggest mistake anyone can make going to therapy is not and saying too, everything. Because you're just yeah. hurting yourself. Yeah. There's no point. If you're not going to be open and honest about everything you've done and everything you, you do and every thought you have, then don't go. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to help yourself. There's yeah. plenty of people who go half-ass it <laughs> or they, they're worried how they're going to look at, to the therapist so they don't tell them everything. And you're just you're doing yourself a disservice. Like, what's the point of going to therapy then? If, and I went to therapy other times before where I would hide shit because I was embarrassed or I didn't want to be judged or whatever. Yeah. And, and guess where it got me? Nowhere. Yeah. You know? And then I finally went, opened up, said everything. Like, you know, she said, you should be a therapist yourself. I remember she told me that. I don't think you want to be a therapist. But. No. <laughs> no. I think I see a lot of things in life, but yeah, no, I wouldn't be a therapist. I wish I was a therapist, to be honest. Yeah. Well, dealing with me all the time. Shit, you're ready. I am ready. But like, so when we first got together, you know, that's when I started going to therapy and finding out and started doing medication and stuff. And I remember you telling me, and it's still, I don't want to say it hurts my feelings, but like, <laughs> oh, no. No, I don't know what you're no, going to say. When you, when you're like, Man, I miss the old Josh because I was a lot different. And you know, like, like how can you explain ways I was different? Like, you know what's weird? I say that because that's who I met and fell in love with. Even though you did a lot of things to hurt me. And not intentionally because you were going through a lot. But like, that's who I fell in love with. So to see an experience you medicated, and obviously for the better, the betterment because of you being um, emotionally and physically better you know what mm-hmm. i mean like that's why you're that's why you're taking medicine that's why people with bipolar is important that like even though you might feel like you're fine you're not because it takes one time when you're on a manic high or when you're depressed and low for you to fuck up your own life right you know what i mean which kind of mistakes that are like, yeah make up make right. mistakes hurt people or hurt yourself mm-hmm. so you know i always like i always like put that into consideration and even 
considering it, I still said that because it's weird because that's who I fell in love with. So right. it's just, it was just weird seeing you medicated. And it still is because like medication fucks with you because how hard is it for you to like wake up in the morning sometimes and oh, you're, you're not, out, yeah, yeah. And you're not a morning person as is and you probably never were, or maybe you were, but like. It depended. If I was manic, I was, I, I wouldn't sleep. Like, yeah. I used to not sleep. Even, even if I wasn't manic, if I was depressed, I wouldn't sleep. Like, my mind didn't shut off. Yeah. My mind, like, I literally would go three, four hours of sleep every night. That's yeah. It. And then I remember, like, we went to our vacation, our honeymoon, basically. And um, one of the nights, we were up until, like, one o'clock, and you were ready to go to bed. And I'm like, you know, I'm not even tired. I'm like, can I just have one of your sleeping pills so I can just <laughs> it's get... It's not a sleeping pill. Well, it's a bipolar medication. Bipolar medications, but sleeping it, but it pill. Remember the first night I... I'll let you get back to you. Remember the first night I ever took it? Yeah. They told me to take it at bedtime. And I literally took it. And I was on the couch, and I was out within five minutes. Literally. He was, like, literally sitting on the couch, and he just kept on slowly, slowly falling over because he fell asleep. But we were in Turks and Caicos, and we, um, I took the medication or whatever. It was just a pill. And I think I only took half of it. No, I took the whole thing. Did I take the whole thing? And, like, 20 minutes went by. I'm like, I don't feel anything, whatever. So then... I eventually fall asleep because, like, I don't know when I fell asleep, but we fell asleep in bed together. The next day, I couldn't get out of bed. Like, I was so exhausted, and, like, we would get out of bed, and, like, we would eat, and then I'd be like, okay, can we just go back to the hotel or to the room because I'm tired? And, like, I literally didn't even want to move, and I felt so bad because we were on vacation and stuff, but then I was thinking to myself the whole time, how do you survive like this? How do you literally physically deliver a mail, get up at freaking 6 a.m. to take the kids to daycare and then come home, deliver mail, and then come home and p- pick up the kids and cook dinner and then stay up until X amount of time so then you, the kids don't not have their dad around. It's just like, I was exhausted. Yeah. So then the stuff like that makes me feel like you not living your life, living your truth of who you are, does that really even like, just like, I don't know, it just made me feel like why are you on medication? If like if that's how it made me feel, maybe right. you're adjusted to it now. But like if that's how it made me feel, why would anybody want to live like that just so then they're quote unquote normal right. for other people? Right. But then like then you think about it like no, they need it because of X, Y, and Z. But like it just makes me feel bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. And like I mean, Garnet, I've, I've adjusted to it somewhat. Like I could like before, like I said, the first time I took it, I was out in five minutes. Mm-hmm. It'd be like maybe after a half hour. And like if I don't go to sleep, like I get really dizzy and mm-hmm. I start getting nauseous. If I, it's kind of like you're drunk. That's yeah. what makes you feel. And like, but now I'll take it some nights and I won't fall asleep until an hour and a half later. Mm-hmm. But then I always got to think, I got like, think I need, I need like a good seven, eight hours of it out of my system by the time I have to wake up. Cause otherwise I feel like shit in the morning. And you always I'm say that too. You always say that. Driving, right. So some nights if I know I'm going to go to bed at 11 and I have to get up at six, then I better take it at 10. Right. But then, but then if I'm playing video games, which I can't play right now, then I might not take it until 1130. Yeah. And then that morning I'm just shot. Like, like I say, well, I stayed up like playing video games, but really it's the pill. Like I just, it just, it just knocks me out. And like, there are times I'm like, should I just like, I'm in one, I'm in the healthiest relationship I feel like I've ever been in. And I, like, I really feel like it's the healthiest relationship I've ever had. I feel like I'm in a good spot in life. And I'm like, should I get off the medicine? But is the medicine helping me be in that spot? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're like. When I went to my last doctor's appointment, I was like, you know, sometimes I think about maybe coming off or something. She's like, well, you're on a low enough dose and your thing, things are going pretty good for you. Like, I don't see why. And it's just like, like, I think about your favorite man, Kanye West, and how he doesn't go on medication. And he does some crazy and shit. And he goes psycho. But he's, probably, but he's probably living his best life, though. Yeah, but if you if you if you kept up living my best life, if you kept up on like celebrities, I know that's not your thing, but like just and I, I don't like. 
the Kardashians are so rich, so it's not even like my okay. So my thing is always like I'm not gonna make I'm not gonna feel bad for celebrities or anybody that's richer than me. Like I'm sorry, like you're human and whatnot, but like I'm not gonna sit there and waste my time feeling bad about a celebrity. Like oh my gosh, I can't believe what Taylor Swift's going through. Right. But like seeing her life and how much she has to put up with because of Kanye West, like you can only smile so much. Like there's photographs of her um, having to run out to um, I think it was. I know it's not Utah, but let's just say some weird place out into the woods or whatever, right. because that's where he was hiding out to get away because he thought that um, that Kim and um, his um, Kim's mom, I forget her name right now, Chris, were going right. to come out and get doctors and put him in the hospital again for the right. second time. So he went, he ran away, away from his kids and basically locked himself mm -hmm. into the one of disappeared, his, huh? his mansions or whatever. And then you see her in a photograph because they finally had a talk because he was gone for like maybe a week. She knew where he was, obviously. Right. And it was a photograph of them in the car and she was crying. It's just like, you see what she has to put up with and she's probably staying with him because one, the kids, but two, I'm sure that she doesn't want to lose the money, right. even though they're rich enough. But like just, just that, that thought and that bubble and that nice well, and picture. Well, she probably feels like she's abandoning him. And also too, it's just like when you know that somebody is so mentally fucked up, but right. you love them for who they are and that's who you fell in love with, the fucked upness, it's just kind of like, how can I not stick around to be, I don't know, just to be there and just love them. Right. Unconditionally, you know, so. Mm -hmm. 100%. Do you know, um, like, why don't you give some examples of, like, um, how you've had to deal with it or things that you've, since, you, since you're one dealing with it more than I, me. What, like, what? Is this a therapy session for you? No, it's not. <laughs> I feel like I'm, like, literally, like, just dogging you right now. No, you're not. Okay. Mm-mm. So what do you want me to um, answer? <laughs> like, I guess I, I feel bad because I, like... Like what adjustments guess, have you had to make or what kind of stuff? Like, I guess obviously you're dealing with someone with a mental illness. So like what? I'll start with all this wasn't easy. And before he was on medication, we would break up like every other I'd day. I'd break up with you like once a month. Yeah, we'd least. break up every other day and it would be in the middle of playing cards. <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't, this isn't funny, but this is funny. It's Go funny ahead. now. But yeah. I'll never forget the one day you went shopping, Kmart was closing. You're out with your cousin Alyssa. Yeah. And the whole time you're there, I'm just thinking to myself like I can't be with her. Because you know what? I was, the beginning of our relationship, like, there was a very manic couple months, but then there was, like... Very low. Very low for, like, Extremely a Extremely low. Right? Like, I felt the lowness. And, like, I just felt so worthless as a person. But and hang so, on, hang on, though. If I felt depressed in our relationship when I didn't have to be there, I felt depressed. I can only imagine somebody that's bipolar and was probably on an extreme low right. how you felt. Right. And, like, I remember you were out shopping with your cousin that day, and I just... I just kept telling myself I wasn't good enough. Like, there's no way that I deserve this. I don't deserve to be happy. I don't deserve anything. Like, this is horrible. And then you came home. And, like, people don't know how... how <laughs> people don't know how tight you are with money, especially back then. Like, you wouldn't buy anything, anything, anyone, anything, because you just didn't, like, part with your money. And you came home with this new knife set for the kitchen. And, like, I already had it in my mind that I was going to break up with you. <laughs> so you come home and you're like, what's up? Like, nothing. And you give me this knife set. I'm like, oh, like, it was sweet. Because, like, as stupid as it sounds, like, did, that's a lot for you. Like, that's did, you think, did you feel like it was a sign or no? No, because I already in my mind had it made up. And back then I couldn't really process feelings and thoughts very well. Okay. I didn't know how to communicate. Like, I just... In my mind, it wasn't <laughs> worth being together, and I felt like I wasn't good enough, and okay. like I shouldn't be with anybody. I needed to be alone and just in my own misery. 
So then you came home and, and uh, I took it. You're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, I don't think we should be together. Like, that's how our breakups were. It was just so dramatic. It was very, very dramatic. Like, like okay, we used to play Rummy all the time. And I'm surprised that I still love Rummy to this day. And I still, <laughs> like, love playing Rummy. I introduced you to Rummy, but, too. You yeah, and he introduced Rummy. me to it. I remember there's been so many times where we would literally argue to the point where, like, we would have to stop playing the game. But there's one specific time when we were playing and we were in the middle of playing. And Josh is just, like, dramatically <laughs> just turns and looks at me and stares at me, like, as if it was, like, some dramatic scene in a movie and I'm like what and he was like I don't want to be with you anymore and I'm just like and I remember just bawling but it was just like so dramatic and yeah, out, out of nowhere know unexpected all we that we had dinner together we played a game together yeah. I don't even know where that came from <laughs> so but yeah I put you through a lot Thank it was for, a lot thanks for sticking around <laughs> yeah I couldn't uh, couldn't have asked for more though for you sticking around it was a lot. It was. It was. My whole life's been a lot. My whole life's been crazy. Do you, think that's, do you think that's self-induced, though? Looking back at it, like, okay, like, you know, like, when you just said, like, my whole life has been a lot. Like, sometimes that can make somebody extremely sad because, like, you've gone through a lot. A lot of hardship, a lot of whatever. Do you think that that was self-induced? That you can look back at it and be like, you know, these were all just lessons. Like, I put myself through this, or did you feel like... That's just like, do you think that you're past it, or do you think that that's stuff that's you still have to process and deal with because like you haven't dealt with it right. completely yet? I know, I like, I felt like I processed a lot of it. There's still people I wish I could say I'm sorry to, mm-hmm. but I just don't feel like it's right to reach out to them. But like, because I know there's people I really hurt. Like mm-hmm. I know there's people I've really fucked over. Um, so I just I like when I think of that, I feel bad. Like it's kind of I guess it's honestly like I feel like it's a lot like a drug addict. Yeah. Like, like, cause you just, you wrong so many people like drug addicts do. And then you feel like you want to make amends and yeah, I just think it's a lot. Like, I'm sure there's support groups out there for people. Oh, you know? definitely. Like, cause you just, yeah, you just, you feel like, like, I don't want to say I regret stuff I've done. I wish I didn't do the stuff I did. Um, but like at the same time, it's like, but that's like kind of like, would I be the person I am today if I didn't no. do all that stuff? You wouldn't. Maybe, but maybe I would, or maybe I'd be a better person, you know, like, because I, I feel like I'm trying to think of, like what good came out of any of my manic states. Or, learning or, that, like, even though sometimes you want to be off medication and sometimes I say that and I don't say that anymore because I feel like that's really harmful to say that, like, your life could get that low. Right. If you weren't on it. I guess I, I guess so I, true I, enough, I guess you when, might when feel good. When I think off medication, I think more about getting the highs back, <laughs> like a drug addict. So that's but what just, you want. Like, well, because you just... I don't know. Sometimes so I... Why would you not want to feel amazing? Right. Yeah. Like, sometimes I feel like I never can get that. Like, it's hard It's hard to achieve that high. Like, we could be doing awesome things, and it's just kind of like something's missing, I feel like, sometimes. Really? Yeah, sometimes. Just because it's like I never get... Like, I appreciate things, and I love things, and I have great times. So sometimes I feel like... I guess because you know in the back of your mind, like, where it could go. And, like, I, I feel like the medication stops you from going there, which it's supposed to. Because mm-hmm. everyone has their, like... That's the, why it's crazy to me. Like, I just feel like... What's the alternative for people? Because I just, I don't know. Like, you know, some people don't take Tylenol. Don't, some people don't take medicine because they just are against it. I'm not saying that medicine isn't bad. And I think in some cases it's actually really harmful as to like people with chronic um, like illnesses as far as like um, constantly have shoulder pains and then you're addicted to um, some sort of medication because right. you you're just anticipating the pain and you just before it even happens that's how I was with my tooth because it was so bad before it would even happen 
um, every single morning before I went to work and I recently stopped this. Actually, you know what? No, I didn't because I still do it. But I would anticipate the pain and I would just take medicine. Right. So I just feel like sometimes I feel like there should be an alternative for some sort of like illnesses like bipolar or anything like that because I just feel like you shouldn't not be happy because I feel like sometimes that's what it's got to do. It's got to alter your brain so then you can only get to so get so high. Yeah. I think so. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I feel like it just, yeah, well, like I still have a lot of moments where I get really happy, you know, yes. like the Bills winning today and everything else. And it's funny because like now that I know, like I'll be like, oh, yep, I'm manic right now. Like I've said it to you before. I'm like, oh, I'm manic right now. Like I can feel, you can feel it coming on. You feel when it's there. That's Because you feel, you just feel like this, and maybe it's just happiness. Maybe that's just the happiness. I was is. just going to say, I but feel when like. But when you spend, when you get like. Once you find out you have a certain diagnosis, like you just kind of, at least me, and maybe that's part of it, like I just overthink about it and like, I'm like, oh, like I'm feeling really happy and excited. Cause, cause you know what it is? Like, okay, when we first, not when we first got together, maybe like a year after I was staying, two years, whatever, I was already medicated. And we went back to my parents' house and I forgot my medication, remember? So I didn't have my medication. And like I was just so over the top, obnoxious, annoying, like, putting you down to like try to make everybody laugh and just like and I know that's the stuff I used to do when I wasn't medicated because you don't I didn't have control over half the shit I said not that I didn't have control but I just I wouldn't think I never thought before I spoke like nothing like the little voices will say hey don't say that he he died he wouldn't be there mm-hmm. so like I would just like I, and that's how I know like when I really think about like I need to stay medicated because of the times that I have forgot my medication and it's just like yeah, it just—it seems like that's what I go to more is manic. It's like, like I can't think of a time I forgot my medication. I was depressed. Like I can't. I, I don't know yeah. if you can, but I can't. No. Maybe, or maybe that's just a thing when you come off you automatically go manic. I don't know. But I just—I remember a couple of times where I forgot it, and and my mom even like was like, "Dude, you need to like leave medication here or something like that," because like we can tell. Oh, she said that. Yeah, she said oh. just leave medication here because you can tell when when you're not taking it. Wow. I think a lot of it is like too. Like I'll start talking really fast. Like and like you can't understand me, and I already mumble enough as it is and talk fast as it is. But like you just get so amped up, like you're so, <laughs> you just so it's like, like an energy pill. Kinda, yeah, and that's why, and that's why you know for a while I was taking those energy pills <laughs> because it made me feel that a little bit because I wasn't so tired in the morning. Like, yeah, because I do feel tired a lot. Yeah, but it just all. I think the thing I hate the most though, and is the memory loss. Like if you look it up, that's scary. The biggest thing with bipolar is memory loss. Like mm-hmm. you don't remember because if you're manic or depressed. Your mind somehow. I, I didn't look into it. It's probably like an adrenaline. It it it's probably like an, an adrenaline rush. Like right. people don't remember half the shit that they do, or they don't feel anything when they're on an adrenaline rush. Right. So that makes sense. So like as to like why you wouldn't process feelings or feel feelings or like uh, it might sound stupid. I guess maybe I'm not wording it right, but you wouldn't feel other people's feelings. Like you can, you know, when you're feeling other people's feelings, you can look at somebody's face and be like, yeah. I can feel. You can literally, be all in your feelings I can, right now. I can literally feel your feelings. Yeah. You know, but yeah. like. When you don't have that, that's very harmful. Right. Yeah. Because I'll just... People bring up stuff and, like, stuff I should remember. And I'll just be like, I don't remember that at all. I sent you a picture of Penelope inside of our own house. And you're just like, who is that? And I'm like, (laughs) our daughter? Wait, what? Remember when you I showed you the picture of... I was messing with you. You were not joking. You're like, oh, shit, for real? I was trying to pretend I was Remy. I was totally messing with you. Swear to God. Swear to God, I was totally messing with you. I thought you knew I was messing with you. No, I didn't know. No, yeah. Well, no, you know what it was? It kind of looked like Remy, but I knew from... Wow, you looked like that it was Penelope. Yeah. Because that's why you sent it to me, because it was like Remy, right? 
Yeah. Our kids are like a year and a half apart. No, I, I looked at it. I, no, I sent it to you because it looked like a whole different human being. <clears throat> oh, no, but I knew it was Penelope. I can tell by what you looked like, I guess, more than anything else that it was right. Not the fact that she had all girl clothing <laughs> and then a bow in her hair. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but there's definitely like, there's definitely a difference in memory for sure. And plus, it didn't help. I smoked a lot of weed when I was younger. I smoke weed again. I should get back into that. Oh no, maybe an edible. I heard that that's an uh, edible. Yeah. Um, people take edibles to go to sleep and True. have like when they wake up they feel great. Well, they have different effects. Like some people take them that there's ones that give you energy and there's ones that make you tired and there's ones that just relax you and a lot of different stuff. But I don't have a medical card. I get so easily get a medical bipolar. Bam, medical card. <laughs> I don't want to get back into that shit. Yeah. Smoking that way. I, like I never really went too far into drugs. I think the the worst I ever did was dust off a computer cleaner. I inhaled it, and I just I had such a horrible experience. I'm so glad I did though because all my friends just went so far into drugs. One of them I already passed away. God rest his soul. But like, like a good friend of mine. But a lot of you know a lot of people went to school with that died. But um, I did the dust off, and we were in the woods because we were woods people. What is dust off? Like it's what? a computer cleaner. Okay, and then like how so you would just you do inhale it? like you inhale the. Would you get the, Not would the you liquid, put the, but you would, inhale the Would you put the, the tube in your mouth? I really don't remember, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it, it came with like a little, because um, it cleans like keyboards and stuff. Yeah. It comes so like the, a little straw thing and you yeah. inhale that. And I just remember I'm walking through the woods and I'm just like, oh man, like we we're going down to the creek to smoke weed. And we're walking down. I'm like, man, it's so far away. The next thing I know, I was on my knees. I was on my knees in water. And I'm like. <gasps> that is so dangerous. You could have exactly drowned. Exactly right. That's, That's what I'm scary. saying. I'm like. Like, your depth perception was just so fucking off. And I'm just, so like, then I'm you so felt wet. like how I felt. What? <laughs> My depth oh, perception. Depth perception right, right. But I just, I felt so wet. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to do anything mind-altering. Like, that turned me off of mind-altering drugs. No, that know. would really fuck with me. I, like, there's only a certain... No, yeah, that's why I could never do drugs. Like, I remember smoking weed and actually getting, like, high once. Like, I think I smoked weed that made me a handful, like, five times. Probably stuff that wasn't that powerful. Or, like... I guess maybe not powerful is the word, but like, you know what I mean? Like not that strong, but like I remember smoking and then like just laughing constantly. And that was like nice. That was really yeah. fun. And that was actually enjoyable. Like I actually remember that moment specifically and actually had a good time. But like, I remember one of the times I did, um, I remember doing that. And then I remember just feeling like I couldn't even control what I was thinking about. Like I would think about something and like, let's say I would think pizza constantly in my head for no reason at all. And like, normally you can think of like okay like why am i like why am i thinking about that like you can talk to yourself in your head i literally couldn't turn off the script of pizza going (laughs) in my head and it was like literally making me feel like i was insane so i know that i could not do any sort of mind altering or even like the whole like depth perception thing that would drive me insane yeah i think i was like literally cuckoo crazy (laughs) cuckoo cuckoo i think it's really important though like when you're if you feel any way like (laughs) mentally healthy unhealthy like one one it's super important super important to pay attention to your mental health and take care of your mental health like even if it's doing something stupid or something little something that you know is going to help improve you like taking a break or just sitting there for a minute or like if you feel like like i know one thing i started doing lately with you like, because sometimes we'll still get arguments on the phone. We're a couple. That's what couples do. One of us will be having a bad day or the other will be having a bad day. And, like, one thing I've tried to start doing is, like, if I know I'm kind of in a mood and I feel like it's not going to it's not gonna be good for our relationship, I'll be like, I'm going to listen to my sports talk now. <laughs> and just get off the phone, get myself in a better state of mind, and then continue the conversation later. 
because there's too many times because we talk all day. And I feel like when you talk all day with someone, you're bound to get in an argument about something. You're bound to disagree about something, and sometimes we handle it well, and I think other times we don't handle it so well. Not that, like, it's horrible, you know what I mean? But, like, so, like, I don't remember who I heard say, but I just either read something or I heard someone say, like, if you feel like you're in one of those moods or you feel like you're going to argue, just stop the conversation. Have both time, both people have time to cool off, both people have time to think about it, and come at it in a more constructive way. I don't like that. I know you don't like I guess you, don't. you want everything solved right away. I know. But I, I feel like it's better sometimes to let it... Like, like it's not even you, though. It's not even like... You might not even be doing anything wrong at all. I just know what kind of mood I'm in. Exactly. And I've learned to identify when I'm in a bad mood. So to me, it's better for me to go change check myself and change my attitude and make myself more healthier mentally and a better state of mind to then come back with you because you don't deserve to be bombarded or yelled at or, or just deal with a shitty personality or shitty mood mm-hmm. like why should you have to deal with that when I can because sometimes it's only a matter of like an hour or two and I, and I, I feel a lot better you know mm-hmm. and it's not even like it's not even like anyone did anything I just some days some days I just get in those moods where I'm just like I don't I don't want to talk to anybody today. Like, I just don't want to be wrong. Uh, yeah, I think, th- I think that's different than, um, like, if there's actually a problem and you need it to be, like, it needs to be addressed, I think that, like, walking away from, to, like, from a conversation is harmful because then it makes it feel as though, like, you're willing to walk out on the relationship. See, I, I think, see, I agree with you to a point. I think there's a difference between realizing that you're in a shitty mood and be like, listen, like, I'm just in a shitty mood. There's nothing that, like, you're going to say that's going to make me feel better. I just feel a little down today. Because right. I get those two where I just, like, literally I'm just annoyed. Like, let me, like, do you just want to listen to your music? Like, listen to your music really quick. Or do you just want right. to just, like, not talk for a minute? That's different than, like, arguing with somebody because you guys both have a different point of view. And then you just be like, I just need to, I just need to be by myself and cool off. Like, I don't like that. Because whether you say something shitty to me or not, like I'd rather you say something shitty to me and us argue and process as to like why it affects you so much and like work through that. Because at least then I know how powerful that is to you. Like say if you didn't like the fact that I spanked Penelope, let's say, and you were trying to hold it in, hold it I in. To spank her. Damn it. You hold it in, hold it in, <clears throat> and then like you're like you know what, I just don't even talk about this uh, topic anymore. And then you just storm off. Like, I want to know how serious that is with, for you rather than you just flee and run away. I just, I don't like that. I got two counterpoints to that. God. One, what I originally meant was, if I'm in a bad mood, it's more likely to lead to a fight. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather not I talk. want to understand why you were in a bad mood. I, like, I think that maybe I know, but sometimes, for you... sometimes you just need to take time to yourself to get the process that, like, you're, if, if you force something on... If someone's in a mood and you're forcing it, you're going to make it worse. I just... Maybe and then two hand second okay, point ahead, with the fight, like sometimes if you step away from the fight, as long as you come back to it and solve, like I, I agree hundred percent. If you just eat it and don't resolve it, mm-hmm. that's totally unhealthy for your relationship. Mm-hmm. So, but sometimes you need to step away from it, right? Because sometimes when you like there's times when we get in an argument and we end up hanging up on each other. Or you, hang, I never really hang up on you. I feel like you hang up. You're on a me. liar. Anyways, you're a liar. Don't but, you dare come on this podcast and lie. But anyways. So sometimes I'll step away and I'll be like, and I'll process it and I'll be like, all right, maybe I, maybe I was a little too much this way. And you've done it with yourself too, where you're like, all right, I came at him the wrong way 
And we both took a break and we got back on the phone and we talked about it. And we, and, and like that conversation, I feel like those conversations end so much healthier and so much smoother than when we're just both heated about something and we both think the other person's wrong 100% and neither of us have processed it yet. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes getting away from that conversation is better than just forcing it and trying to resolve it when you're both in a shitty mood. Yeah. I, don't, I don't agree with you. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I would rather um, argue with somebody that I love and... Because I'm not going to take anything that you say personally as far as like I... But I do. I know, and that's that's, that's the, the thing. Problem. That's what I'm I saying. Want to, like, I need to. I need. I personally, for my health, I know, need to step away. I know, but I want to talk through it because I know that we're gonna get to a place where it's gonna be okay. So I want to. We hear, always do. But hear I, you I, out. I want to hear. Just so people know, we always get to a place where yeah, we're okay. We're yeah. Yeah. So I want to. I want to hear you out. I want you to hear me out. So then you understand every level of which I'm coming from. So then maybe you can then because with our relationship, I think it takes a lot for you to process what I'm going through. Or like how I feel about something because I am normally strong or I normally just get over it. I'm not saying that you are not strong and you don't get over things and I don't I don't put stuff like I'm not saying I don't put stuff on you that you have to deal with because I know I do. But like <clears throat> a lot of the time I feel like it's harder for you to understand. To see your side of it. Yeah. And I just to, like to come from your perspective. So I, I feel like sometimes I have to over explain and tell you like I over explain and show you how mad I am by yelling at you, but also letting you know that like I'm willing to work with you and like we can help each other through this. Like I want that conversation because I feel like I'm in a relationship where I don't need to hold back because I'm not going to. Like you're going to see every side of me right. and I'm not going to hate you. Like I'm talking to you because it's how you're making me feel. And like let's get over it together because I don't want to feel this way. Right. And I agree 100% with everything you just said. Don't even part. I change that. I do. <laughs> like no, that's like, not what I want. No, no. I want everything you want. I, want everything. I just yeah. think sometimes it's, it's important to step away though. Because both people process it. Like, how many times have we gotten in an argument? It sounds like we fight all the time, right? <laughs> no, I think, I think, honestly, <laughs> no, no, I, how- I think that if, if you're in a perfect relationship where you don't argue, you don't fight, you don't bicker, that's because you don't let it out. Yeah. You're not real with each other. You don't, you don't let, you don't let yourself be vulnerable enough so then your partner can judge you because your partner should judge you but help you through it because you're not going to be right all the time and right. you're not going to be wrong all the time. Period. No, yeah, I agree. But I just, I just feel like stepping. Like, there's times where we'll get off the phone and you'll call me like an hour later. Yeah. And you'd be like, I just thought of this, or I just, you know. And then, yeah. and then usually, don't you feel like those times it ends up getting resolved better sometimes? No, because then I talk to other people and I'm just like, yeah, like I don't see how he doesn't see my point of view. Then I call you and then I go at it at a different angle and then you either don't understand or you do understand and then you probably get mad because I talk to other people but I'm just like well you won't talk to me because you won't let me process every depth of which I'm trying to come from and talk about every angle so then everybody knows our business this is like a therapy session huh <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying like I guess who does Josh talk to <laughs> nobody. nobody but when I say everybody knows my business I mean as far as you like my like my sister not sometimes my sister but like Jen because I feel like we're the same person and I only take a piece of what she says because I know that I know that she understands like if I'm going to complain about something and I'm mad about something she understands that like that really means something because I normally like if I'm complaining and I'm actually hurt about something then that would mean that it's serious I'm not going to be mad about something petty right 
and I know that that's only that's perspective or whatever they say like anybody can be mad about anything like it's just a matter of perspective like everybody has a right to be mad right. about something but I truly feel like I'm hurt by only a few amount of things so then if you don't get it then I'm just like how does he not get it how can I explain it better right <laughs> but yeah I just I, I feel like I'm a very big advocate that you should talk everything out because you're eventually going yeah, to I, I, I know and i agree with you i just think sometimes you step away for a minute i, I don't know i just yeah because because sometimes if, if one person or, or the other person like if one person's not ready to hear it or, one, or the other person's not ready to hear it then like you're not going to resolve it right then and there you're just going to make it a bigger thing than it really is next thing you know you're fighting about the color of the fucking sky yeah but then you can so probably then if you're going to step away for two hours and come back then why are we dancing for the whole day you're because ruining some, the whole entire day because, let's just get over no, it no because sometimes but sometimes it's not that easy you <laughs> you're just different we're different when it comes to that like, i know I, I just i guess it's just so annoying it's just like i just want to get the hell over it like let's just talk about it talk it out talk a good 30 minutes you can yell at me and then I can yell at you. And then we get to a place where I can be like, okay, I understand why you're yelling at me, but you're going to have to stop because I understand, but we're going to do it at this angle. Or you, same way. You're so dominating. <laughs> you want to control everything. You're so dominating. But you don't I just, realize how dominating I just want to get over it. I know, but you're just so dominating. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I love you. Because I need someone like that in my life who's going to not take my shit. Yeah. Because I used to be a narcissist and a manipulator. Yeah. And I try not to do that anymore. Yeah. Try not to. It doesn't always work. But, yeah, I just I think it's really important to talk a lot of stuff out. Yeah. But then you have to also respect the other people's feelings. And you gotta, and you, you got to be willing to agree to disagree because you're not always going to see eye to eye on everything. And you got to actually, like, I feel like you got to actually, like, mean it. Like, you can't just be like, oh, right, fine, we'll just agree to disagree. But you got to be like, all right, I think she's a fucking idiot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got to be like, I know, like, I know we're never going to agree on this. So we'll just work towards a compromise somewhere in the middle of the meet. Solution. Right. Because, yeah, because otherwise you're just going to always resent that person for not, for handling a certain situation a certain way if you don't come up with a, a middle ground that you can both work towards. Right. We should be couple counselors. <laughs> just get it out, motherfuckers. I know. And then you're like, no, let's just take no, your let's time. Let's take your time, guys. Take your Johnny, time. Johnny, you need a tissue? Relax. <laughs> it's okay. No, but... But yeah, I but, think that's kind of a wrap up of. Um, well, I just want to say real quick though, okay. anybody who listens to this, who's my friend, family, knows us, whatever. If you're ever down, or you're ever not feeling like yourself, or you just want to talk to someone, or if you have any questions for me about my experiences, do just ask, call, text, whatever. I'm literally an open book, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Literally. <clears throat> and I, I say <laughs> too much sometimes. But. You know what's hilarious? So real quick. You're so much of an open, my thing and you cut me off. You're so much you're so much of an open book that I remember like um we went out to dinner with um, Taco Bell? We went uh, out to dinner with a couple and you said something and then I guess that like once they left <laughs> the situation cuz I got a phone call and they uh basically like recounted like the the incident in which it happened and then they said that they looked at each other like did you just say that in front of Kimberly <laughs> and then I'm like I don't think you guys understand like not even in me way but I like laugh I'm like I don't think you guys understand where we are in our relationship to where like I'm not not that it's like a jealousy thing but like certain things don't bother me because I understand that that's literally who he was and he's such a, an open book that it's just like a a sign of his growth like it's nothing to be ashamed about it's nothing to be uh, questionable about it, it just happened and Don't it's act just like it didn't happen yeah and it's just funny because it's just kind of like we're just so open right so 
Because all that should happen way before you most of it anyway. So just none of it's, yeah. Anyways, but anyone needs anything or needs to talk, dude, just get a hold of me. I'm always, I'm always here to listen, help, give advice, whatever. But just make sure you take care of your mental health. It's so important. There's so many people that kill themselves every year. Oh my God. Well, the people that go through things and <laughs> they kill themselves. Shit. And like, I feel like, not, I feel like I was never really at a point where I would have actually killed myself, but there's no moments where I thought about it. And I, and I, I never, never got to that point. I, I always told myself, I feel like suicide's like the most selfish thing you could ever do. So I would, for that's like the main reason it stopped me. Like that's what I always tell people. I would never kill myself. It's the most selfish thing you could do. Because you just hurt everyone around you. Right. But, you know, just always take care of yourself. But more importantly, that people off. love you. I like. Right. I think that people don't think about like how selfish they're being because they're actually truly hurt. But oh like, yeah, and they honestly feel like it doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter if they're there or they're not there because no one wants you there. That's what you honestly feel sometimes. And I've been through my moments driving down I seventy one, thinking about crashing into a wall. So, okay. thank you everybody for listening. <laughs> I think <laughs> we'll that's the see end. You next week. <laughs> I will still be here. I will not crash my car. Yeah, and we'll have um, two special guests, hopefully, um, if everything goes to plan. So, some guests. Yep. Talk about some parenting stuff. And uh, go Bills. Hopefully, when their first playoff game on Saturday. I guess we'll be talking about it whether they did or not. We'll talk about it whether you like it or not. Either he'll be crying on a low or he'll be on a high. So manic or or depressed. We'll find out next week. All right. See you next time, guys.